You're listening to the Acadiana's Morning News Podcast, brought to you by LABI and always on kpal965.com. Fox News Commentary. A potential step forward on racial progress and police reform. More next. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Senate Republicans unveiled the Justice Act this week, a sweeping police reform bill in the wake of the killing of George Floyd. Here's lead sponsor Tim Scott. We're not a racist country. We deal with racism because there's racism in the country. He is uniquely positioned to help lead this legislative effort. And the bill that he and others have produced is sound. Does it do everything that everyone would like to see? No. Would I like to see more on qualified immunity reform, for example, holding certain police accountable? I would. But in a moment of national crisis and national unity of purpose, where most Americans agree something needs to change. A consensus bill is necessary. Compromise is essential. And the bill includes a number of ideas supported by Democrats. Nevertheless, so far their reaction has been negative, panning the bill as insufficient. The politicians in Washington need to decide. Do they want to make new law or do they want to argue and have a campaign issue? We'll see. That's your Fox News commentary. Home of the Rush Limbaugh Show in Acadiana. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge. Lafayette. It's a must not read. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the Trump administration thinks of John Bolton's new book. Going to court today to block the ex-national security advisor, who is very critical of his old boss, calling him unfit for office. The president calls Bolton a wacko. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo calls him a traitor. Fox's John Decker, live in Washington. A federal judge has scheduled a hearing for this afternoon to decide whether the publisher of John Bolton's tell-all book, Simon & Schuster, must halt distribution of his memoir. The Justice Department claims the book contains classified information Information that could jeopardize national security. The DOJ has asked U.S. District Court Judge Royce Lamberth to issue a temporary restraining order to stop Bolton and his publisher from releasing it. Simon & Schuster said the attempt to block the nearly 600-page book would accomplish nothing because it has already been distributed ahead of Tuesday's planned release date. Dave? John, a new Fox poll has Joe Biden leading the president by 12 points. But Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale doesn't believe it and just told Fox back in 2016. Most states like Michigan, Wisconsin, there was never one public poll that ever said we were winning. And guess what? The president won. A big crowd is already gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for the president's first rally since March tomorrow. In three hours, Garrett Rolf, the now ex-Atlanta cop charged with murder in the shooting of Ray Shard Brooks, who resisted arrest, is going to court. Rolf faces up to life in prison if convicted. Now, Officer Devin Brosnan also turned himself in on four charges, including aggravated assault for allegedly standing on Brooks' arms as he laid on the ground dying. He is free on bond. Fox's Brian Yenis outside Atlanta another confederate monument was removed indicator after a judge okayed it also last night protesters in portland oregon who burned flags tore down a statue of george washington our first president the sound from garrison davis via storyful america's listening to fox news at fisher investments we do things differently and other money managers don't understand why because our way works great for us but it may not work for your clients That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. That new Fox poll on the presidential race that gives Joe Biden a 12-point lead over President Trump. 
also asked people about race. While just 18% of those polled said they participated in recent protests, 57% said they view the protests held after George Floyd's death favorably, while roughly the same amount disapproved of the president's response to the protests. A majority of those polled said they believe police brutality is a widespread problem, and while 46% do not support a reduction in police funding, 41% of those polled do. 67% of respondents said coronavirus and unemployment represent a major threat to the country's stability. 64% said racism does. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. There is another police shooting that's generating racial and anti-police protests, one you may not be as familiar with, in Denver. Say his name! Demonstrators upset with Denver DA Beth McCann, who didn't bring charges against cops in the deadly shooting of William DeBose on May 1st. Investigators say Denver police were chasing DeBose on foot after he got out of a car that was driving erratically. During the chase, DeBose pulled out a handgun, then he was shot. McCann says it was reasonable for the officer to believe his life was in danger. Not everyone agrees. Protest organizer Joel spoke with Fox 31. They will always defend the cops, and um, so it wasn't surprising, but it doesn't make it hurt any less. McCann plans to hold a community meeting next week. Rob Dawson, Fox News. Actor Ian Holm has died. You might remember him from Chariots of Fire. You also might likely better know him as Bilbo Baggins from the Lord of the Rings trilogies and the Hobbit movies. On Wall Street, stocks could surge to start the day. Dow futures are up more than 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News. Your 24-7 news source, on air, online, and with the Cape Hill News app. Now the headlines from the Cape Hill News Center. Good morning, I'm Rob Kirkpatrick on Acadiana's Morning News. Your full weather and traffic forecast are coming up. Uh, by the way, a preview will get up to 91 degrees today, just a small chance of showers and storms. A Senate-approved measure creating a policing policy task force written by Baton Rouge Senator Cleo Fields clears a House committee, and it's headed to the House floor. Law enforcement agencies say they support the resolution. Border Patrol agents seize 2,000 counterfeit designer face masks shipped into the port of New Orleans from China and Vietnam. No information right now as to whether the masks were functional, but they were seized for bearing the counterfeit trademarks of Burberry, Supreme, Gucci and Chanel on the front of them. The Louisiana House has unanimously approved a bill that will result in the state sending grocery store employees, bus drivers, nurses, and other frontline workers a $250 check for hazard pay. Those who make less than $50,000 will be eligible. Federal coronavirus relief aid will pay for the one-time bonus checks for those who were required to work when the COVID-19 crisis began. The measure still needs Senate approval. A survey from the Louisiana Association of United Ways finds that two-thirds of Louisiana residents need help in paying everyday bills and the response to COVID-19. Here's more. Financial concerns linger with going back to work, their job and future with employment, as well as paying bills and housing costs. Louisiana Association of United Ways President Sarah Berthelot says child care concerns have many feeling uneasy. 23% of statewide respondents reported that they relied on child care to be able to earn an income and work, and 49% of this group was worried about future availability of child care. The overall main worry? The number one concern of Louisiana citizens was contracting COVID-19. I'm Kevin Barnhart. News making headlines elsewhere this morning. Black Lives Matter protests are making the Bank of England take down portraits of slavery. Fox's Simon Owen reports. Britain's central bank, the Bank of England, apologizing for what it calls inexcusable connections between some of its former governors and slavery. It says any portraits on display of those involved will be removed. George Floyd's death in Minneapolis is prompting a number of British institutions to re-examine their past. Insurance firm Lloyd's of London apologising for its role in what it calls an appalling and shameful period of English history. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Is there interest in Congress to hear testimony from former National Security Advisor John Bolton now that experts from his tell-all book are circulating in the media? Fox's Jared Halpern reports from Capitol Hill. In his soon-to-be-released book, The Room Where It Happened, former National Security Advisor John Bolton accuses President Trump 
of asking China for help in his re-election campaign. Democrats were unsuccessful in securing Bolton's testimony during the impeachment process. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi won't say if committees will now seek his testimony. Republican leaders have been quick to say Bolton is sensationalizing to profit from his book. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. And finally, a new push to make more people aware of today, Juneteenth, as a holiday. It's a major date in the end of slavery in our country. Fox's Rachel Sutherland reports. Texas was the first state to recognize Juneteenth as an official state holiday. Other states, including New York and Virginia, are now taking steps to do the same. Adria Johnson is with the Tampa Bay Juneteenth Coalition. Recognizing the independence of black people in America I feel like it's very important. Juneteenth marks the day slaves in Texas learned they were free more than two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. A number of major corporations, including Lyft, Target, and the NFL, say they're recognizing Juneteenth as a company holiday this year. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. Another hot and relatively dry day across Acadiana this afternoon. Highs topping out in the lower 90s under partly cloudy skies. A pretty nice into the work week. Overnight lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear skies. And then for your Saturday, another nice day in store. Mainly sunny skies, some clouds in the afternoon, but otherwise staying dry. Only about a 10% chance of rain. And a slightly higher rain chances as we head into your Father's Day, but all in all, not looking too bad. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 75 degrees here at the KPL Studios. Weather brought to you by Matthew James Financial. Wealth management and retirement planning, just a phone call away. 366-8366. 366-8366. News Talk 96.5, KPL. Right now, traffic. We have a report of a fender bender this morning. It's on Beaubassin Road near East Gloria Switch Road. That's Beaubassin Road right near East Gloria Switch Road. Make sure you're buckling up, keeping it safe out there today. Traffic brought to you by the Positive Coaching Alliance. Do you have questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, helps to develop better people and better athletes through youth and high school sports. You can find out more at positivecoach.com. It is 8.14 now at News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to Acadiana's Morning News. So last week at this time, we were we were posted up at the Handy Stop Market and Cafe. It was a huge weekend. Um, Anita Begno joins us on the phone, and I want to start there. How has the week been? How are things with Bradley? Still seeing crowds. Uh, is, is the downtown grocery store still everything everyone wanted? All good questions. So it was an awesome weekend. Thank you guys for kicking it off last Friday at the Handy Stop with your big downtown breakfast show. <laughs> yes, that's right. Big downtown uh, breakfast Friday. show. We're hoping to continue it, by the way, but that yeah, is TBD. So. You let me know. I will. Uh, but Bradley said he had an awesome weekend. So Friday we did the grand opening. Saturday we did an art walk ribbon cutting. Awesome attendance. Um, I think he said his numbers doubled over the weekend from what he was typically seeing uh, for the previous weekends, so it definitely worked. But he also got wine and beer last week, so that probably had something. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what a liquor license will do for you, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So it's been really great um, this week. Uh, I know a lot of people went to try lunch for the first time because they came out to either the grand opening or the ribbon cutting and got to see the deli and taste some of the stuff that um, Bianca's making over there. Which the food is great. If if anything, if you don't need to make groceries downtown, mm-hmm. but you want to come grab a quick lunch, the deli is awesome. That's awesome. Well, good. Well, um, you know, people continue to want to go down there and experience the restaurants. Um, you sent out something yesterday, and it was about just kind of a reminder about that there are still capacity limits for these different areas, especially when it comes to nightlife. I know um, last weekend there were some people who definitely thought they were putting on their white belt and white sunglasses and shining their <laughs> shoes 
to go out yes. for just what was a regular weekend. And yes, there are you know a lot of things you can do, but there are still limits. Absolutely. And so the important thing for folks to remember is if you are planning to go out tonight or tomorrow night in downtown Lafayette, that restaurants and bars and nightclubs are at restricted capacity. So the carrying capacity of downtown Lafayette is lessened. When it comes to those late night bars and nightclubs, about two thirds of the people who come out to go into one of those bars or nightclubs are not going to be allowed to enter because Mm. typically we can carry about Uh, just north of 3,000 people occupancy-wise in those venues. And right now we're at just around 1,000. So when 3,000 people come out expecting to get in, that's not the case. And then you start to see some trickle-down effects that are unintended consequences, like long lines, um, which is very nerve-wracking during this pandemic where we're supposed to be practicing social distancing. And so we're asking people to think about that. Plan your night out earlier. Come grab some dinner and a nice cocktail at one of our amazing restaurants. And then if you really want to get into a place, you need to get here early. And if it's 1230 and you're standing behind 100 people in line to get into a place that has an occupancy of 100, you're probably not going to get in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it does. You know, there are so many different options. I would I would imagine if everyone just spread out and you saw a line at one, so you went to another one, everyone could probably get inside. Would you agree? I would not because you, mm-hmm. you know what this is your last appearance so, so you say everything you want to say because you're never coming back on this show again. Two thousand <laughs> people cannot fit into one thousand. Okay, I hear I I hear you. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But, but what can't happen right now in this moment of COVID nineteen is that people just hang out and have sidewalk parties really congested onto the sidewalk. Can't do that, right? Doing all the hard work we've been doing for um, practicing social distancing. And so we're just asking people, you know, be smart. We want you to come and support downtown businesses, but do it safely and be respectful of our public spaces. That's another thing we've seen since there's so many people out on the sidewalks. We want to remind folks that glass bottles are not allowed on the street or the sidewalks at any time. And then our open container law actually ends at midnight. And so we saw a lot of trash, unfortunately, over the past two weekends, littering the sidewalks and parking spots and on our streets. And we just ask people to be respectful. You know, this is a really special place of town. And there are daytime businesses and nighttime businesses and people who live in apartments above bars and, and clubs. And so this is their neighborhood. This is their home. And so we ask people who are coming to visit, we want you to come. We want you to be here. But we want you to be respectful of, of our public space. And please throw your cup in the trash can. And please do not bring a glass bottle out with you mm-hmm. at all <laughs> because they're they're not allowed. I want to talk a little bit about security because we did have the shooting incident uh, that happened on Jefferson Street. And, you know, I I would imagine to be in your position whenever you come across someone who says, see, that's why I don't go downtown. It it probably has to make a part of you die inside because there is such strides being made. But the safety thing is a big topic because, you know, a lot of people are thinking about it. Just have just a kind of an innate thought or an innate fear, you know, that you might go somewhere and be unsafe. Is there anything sure, that's rough. being done? So I, I just want to ask, and then and tell me what you want. But I, I want to just ask: Is there anything being done directly in relation to that incident that happened? Spreading out officers, doing something else in response, and then kind of give me your thoughts on the whole topic. Great question. Well, I'm going to start with my thoughts. We cannot shy away from. Um, what happened last weekend. And I want you to be assured and I want the community to be assured that the the bar owners, um, the property owners, the downtown development authority, the police department, the sheriff's department, the mayor president's office, the fire chief, the fire marshal, I have probably spent 20 hours since last Saturday focused on this very issue, speaking to different people. We've gathered um, the property owners and bar owners and had a really serious conversation, came up with some thoughts and recommendations some commitments that they wanted to make. And we had a really big meeting with the mayor president, the fire chief, the police chief, the sheriff, um, the fire marshal, and and had a really good discussion. Um, We also had a really good presence from LPD. Our sergeant down here was present, a few of his officers um, that are, are on the detail. And we are doubling the detail this weekend. So yes, some definite measures are being taken. We did have some other conversations about some more strategic things that can be done mm-hmm. um, to manage crowds. But part of this is the community understanding that 
that dense gatherings on tiny sidewalks creates an atmosphere where bad things can happen. And, you know, we can't stop bad people from doing bad things, but we can do everything within our power to try to make our community a safer place. And so I want everyone to know serious conversations were had this week, good conversations. And we are, like I said, doubling the detail this weekend, spreading officers out more strategically. And there are some other things that they're doing, um, you know, that are, are, are going to be uh, special measures that we're not going to talk about on the radio because then, you know, everybody would know Well, about they wouldn't them, be but, special uh, measures then. That's right. And so, you know, we, we take it seriously, Rob. It's a great question. It's a timely question. Um, and we just ask people to, to be aware of their surroundings and do everything they can to keep themselves and their friends or their family that they're out with um, safe. And our police are committed to doing the same thing. And we don't want to go backwards, okay? We know about the uptick in right. cases. We don't want to go backwards. Uh, it seems like we might be a little bit delayed going into phase three based on the numbers, but we don't want to go back to phase yeah. one, and we for sure don't want to shut down. So do those things. Right. Keep yourself safe. Right. And one more one more point to make. There are 511 parking spots in the Vermilion Parking Garage, which is strategically located in the center of downtown Lafayette. Um, and so we encourage people to use that garage. There's security in the garage. There's a safe passageway straight to Jefferson Street through Park de Lafayette, where we just uh, put some new public art and some great things have been happening in that park. Um, and we want people to focus on parking there. So they don't drive around looking for a spot for a really long time and cause that traffic congestion that we sometimes see on Jefferson Street. Mm -hmm. So people should expect intermittent closures of Jefferson Street as we try to control traffic flow and keep cars from being other types of crowds, right, on mm -hmm. on our streets. And uh, we encourage people to use the parking garage. That's what it's there for. And uh, there are plenty of spots. All right. If it fills up, then, you know, we'll have to figure something else out. Yeah. <laughs> but let's start there. Let's try to fill it up first and see what happens. I need a big no from downtown Lafayette. Um, have a great day at work. The Anita Triangle seems to be as active as ever, and that's exciting. It's good for our area. Thanks, guys. You'll have an awesome day. Thanks what? for having me. You. All right, it's 823 now. News Talk 96.5 mm -hmm. KPAL. That safety thing is always, you know, a, a biggie. And then you talk mm -hmm. about all the businesses, you know, yeah. that are right there as well. Um, no doubt those conversations have been had. And if you're a, a frequent visitor and patron of downtown, you'll probably see some of those things this weekend. Indeed. All right. It's 823 now at News Talk 96.5 KPEL. We'll take a quick break here. We're back with more Acadiana's morning news after this. Celebrating 20 years of enlightening Acadiana. Moon Griffon. Next on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Like you or love you. No, oh. just kidding, Rum. Well, good. See you later. Bye. Go to the afternoon show. Fine. <laughs> it's okay, a good thing. You're like hilarious. All right. It's uh, 826 now. Already? Um, Bernie, I have gotten more calls um, and comments and thank yous about the expanded up close uh, here on KPL. Wow. Two to four Monday through Friday. No pressure um, or anything. Well, you know, here's the deal. And, and it's so funny because the thing that people are finding you know, at least according to the comments that I'm getting, mm -hmm. the part that stands out to them is how natural it seems your ability to have tough conversations that would make anyone with any sort of stomach mm. nervous about. And, it, oh. and rightfully so, because you know what? They're right. not easy and they're polarizing topics. You've talked about every single day. You've had conversations about race this week. Um LGBTQ issues and the Supreme Court ruling. Mm -hmm. I mean, there have just been so many different ones. The role of law enforcement from veterans of law enforcement. Yeah, you know, to it's talk about that size too. too. You know, yeah, yeah. And um, so anyway, uh, congrats on a on a great week. What's coming Thank up on you. today's show? Uh, today for a whole hour, I get to harass Stephen Hanwork, the executive director of the Louisiana Democratic Party, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm anxious to I'm see. I'm going to pick on him about Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what are the numbers? Because, see, we just now saw this Fox News poll. It came out yeah, overnight. Yeah. Um, but I wonder what the statewide breakdown is, you know, and if it is. I mean, personally, I would be shocked if Biden led in a statewide poll here. 
Yeah, just because of where we are. Yeah, I mean, I and, think people, and yeah. we know the industries. We know the conservative base of the state mm-hmm. of Louisiana. That's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to ask him about polls, too, and kind of what he thinks mm-hmm. about that. How trustworthy are they? Well, and that's the A single poll is not news, in my opinion. I mean, it's... It's uh, it's a glimmer of that exact moment in time when they were taken. Okay, yeah, yeah, now to me, when saying. polls become stories, it's when you have six polls, ten polls in a row that sort of show the same thing. Yeah. Now, um, you can bring up that story. I asked him briefly about it. It's a Politico story that um, was published on Wednesday, and it said the the headline was "Why Trump is Right About Polls," and they sort of went back to these. You know, same polls, including mm-hmm. a lot of the Fox polls right. that overestimated Hillary's ability to turn people out. So if you would say that both, you know, the voters for both candidates had the same level of enthusiasm, mm-hmm. then it would make more sense. Even in this situation, though, right now, we have a million people who registered to get tickets to a rally in Tulsa yeah. this weekend for a venue that I don't even think holds 20,000 people. Okay. Do you have that same enthusiasm on the other side? We're not seeing it in rallies. We didn't see it in rallies when Hillary was running either. Mm-hmm. So it's an interesting question mm-hmm. to ask because well, I it's am- like a rock concert versus a library. Yeah, I mean, or or is it? But, I don't know. But I'll you have two different personalities. Thinks. I mean, yeah, really. Okay, you and know? you do have two different personalities. But is America not a country that doesn't want someone to have some flair? I mean, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I'll ask Stephen what he thinks about all of that. All right. Two to four today. Up close with Bernadette Mm -hmm. Lee. And And the hair sniffing thing does kind of make me giggle. I realize I'm an (laughs) immature 12-year-old. I get it. Well, it's so weird. Well, but you ever notice how, and I'm sorry, political candidates, here's one that I'm just going to punch you in the face with. What is the deal with all their weird stuff? A lot of them have weird, weird stuff. I'm going to bust your bubble. I think Aww. we all have weird stuff. I think that when you put it under a microscope and you yeah. actually look at it in that way, okay, it seems like... Well, some people ew. have suggested because a lot of politicians are type A personalities. So they need stress relief they and then perhaps things. they find weird ways. But, I don't know. But I'm I do a weirdo. It, look at me. Yeah. I do you know? find it so funny that... not in, I don't go around sniffing people's hair, well, though. And I also don't know that we've ever had... You know, it's literally like punch for punch. Okay, so you had the thing with with Biden sniffing people's hair, and there are like there's a million videos of it. Okay, right. then you have you know they well, have people the, hate Trump for some of the things. That's he what I was about said. to say. So it's like then you have the Turning Point USA convention mm-hmm, that happens. Mm-hmm. They give this this young girl. She's like I think a sophomore in high school. She gets a scholarship. She thanks the president. He's right behind her. She starts to walk off stage and puts her hand out to shake him, and he and he points to his cheek. And puts his right. cheek, and so then it's like a really awkward cheek kiss, right? And so it's like, what yeah. if we had both candidates that do weird stuff like that? Uh, you yeah. know, like or when say you're weird the president, things. You know, you don't do that. Like maybe if you're the governor, which not even the governor, the governor. like maybe the mayor. You know, I mean, nowadays you can't do that kind That's of. That's what stuff. I'm saying. But I don't I, think I don't think, I don't think the president meant anything by that, though. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I think he. Just, I think it's just you know, how he is. Like, hey, you got this scholarship. Scholarship. You gotta watch. Smack me a kiss. Have you seen the but, video? Yeah, I've seen it. It's it just it's, it's got the creep factor. It's creepy. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. So and they all oh, both man. and they both say. I mean, wait till a debate happens because uh-huh. they both say crazy things. Uh, I know, you know, to get their point across. Anyway, all right. So this afternoon, up close to Bernadette Lee, two to four, Fun right time. here on KPL, and then you'll be followed by Offsides. The Friday edition yes. is always just a little bit raucous. Yes, and that's okay. That's oh, how I like and it. don't forget. Okay, now also at three o'clock, we're going to talk with Warren Parent of Codeville. How did the Acadians get here? What was the trip? A lot of people don't know that story. Who's to blame? Okay, we do that for a little bit, and then 345, it's Conspiracy Friday. I love it. Conspiracy, y'all better think up some good ones. Are you going to give us a hint what the conspiracy is? Y'all better think up some good ones. I have a couple. Okay. Can't talk about it. Okay, you know this morning on uh, Coast to Coast, they were talking Mm -hmm. about how um, we're eventually going to figure out Bigfoot because... Mm -hmm. We're building too many neighborhoods, and they're going to have yep. nowhere to go. Mm, they're going to all be upset. They're not going to have a natural habitat. All right. That's after this afternoon, 2 o'clock, right here on News Talk 96.5 <laughs> KPL. Your headlines are next. News Talk 96.5 KPL. Depend on it. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. 
Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. It's the bottom of the hour. Now the top stories from KPL965.com. The coronavirus is soaring in at least four states, all reporting double-digit highs. Just yesterday, Florida added 3,200 new cases. Arizona, 2,500 in California saw new cases drop by more than half from yesterday to just 1,900. Texas has gone an entire week with record hospitalizations, almost 2,500 today. Here in the state of Louisiana, our numbers were not reported. The governor says he wants the Department of Health to take a look at those cases and make sure the correct information is applied to the online dashboard. The FDA says some states are on the cusp of losing control. The former Atlanta police officer accused of killing Richard Brooks will remain behind bars. Garrett Rolfe turned himself in yesterday after being charged with murder. He's being held without bond. Now, the other officer, Devin Brosden, was also charged with aggravated assault over the incident. He reportedly stood on Brooks's shoulder to keep him down after the officer-involved shooting. Now, Brosnan says Richard Brooks was friendly, even respectful in the minutes before he was shot and killed. In fact, Brosnan says he didn't even realize the father of four had been shot. Brosnan spoke out a few hours after bonding out of jail yesterday. He admits to stepping on Brooks, but claims it was only for a few seconds. Senator John Cornyn says he plans to bring forward legislation to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. On the Senate floor, the Texas Republican explained that the June 19th holiday is an opportunity to reflect on our history. Juneteenth celebrates the end of slavery in the U.S. back in 1865. Texas Democratic Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee introduced a corresponding measure in the House. Several companies, including Nike, Twitter, and Target, already declared that a company holiday. Australia is in the midst of a major cyber attack. Prime Minister Scott Morrison blames a state-based hacker for the widespread attack. It's targeting government entities and businesses. President Trump says he wants a legal solution to DACA, not a political one. He tweeted that after the Supreme Court blocked his attempt to end the eight-year program yesterday. Trump says it shows the need for new justices. The ruling means about 700,000 Dreamers can stay in the U.S. without fear of deportation, something they have pushed for. The nation's biggest wildfire is growing to nearly 115,000 acres in Arizona. It's burning in the Tonto National Forest northeast of Phoenix. Officials say it's fueled by a combination of hot temperatures, increased winds, and a ton of dry vegetation. At least four communities have already evacuated, several more on alert. The fire was sparked by a vehicle five days ago and remains just 5% contained. According to a new Fox News poll, President Trump losing ground to his opponent in the November election. Those poll numbers show Joe Biden with 50% of support compared to just Trump's 38%. The former vice president, led by eight points in last month's survey, the commander-in-chief's response to protests over social injustices may be the cause for his slide. It found that over half of voters disapprove of his response to civil unrest across the country. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro says John Bolton's new book is a deep swamp revenge porn. On Fox News, Navarro claimed Bolton begged for the role of national security advisor under Trump. Navarro also accused Bolton of trying to put together coups in Venezuela and other countries. In business news this morning, nearly 95,000 Jeep Cherokees are being recalled because they might shut off while they're being driven. It seems a design flaw can also prevent the SUV from being in park, meaning it could roll away. The recall affects models from 2014 to 2017. Owners will be notified in the next month. The University of Texas says 13 of its football players have tested positive for COVID-19 or they're presumed positive. These 13 players are self-isolating. Ten more players identified through contact tracing, also in self-quarantine. LSU is set to host the Longhorns on September 12th. And finally, a California woman getting some credit this morning for fighting off a bear attack with her laptop. The bear clawed her and bit her while she was sitting in a lawn chair in the Sierra Madre. The only thing she had to defend herself with was her laptop and wildlife officials still looking for that bear. 
Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana. Mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s. Only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there. Partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week. As an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating, will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Talk 96.5 KPL, and we're joined by Steve Feliquin from ESPN 1420. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. How I know you? you're disappointed. Oh. I'm not. Actually, every time I see you, it's like just a little bit of normal walks into the door. Well, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, you, I'm not saying you're normal. But you're I'm too young. What you talk about is you're too young to remember sports. the Jackson Five cartoon, the Jackson Five. Yep, I don't. With an animation. How about that? I'm. I'm too young to remember the Jackson 5. He was just Michael Jackson by the time I came around. Well, it was the Jackson 5, then it became the Jacksons. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they had the Jacksons, like, reunion tour. Uh, I always thought people think that the the little drummer boy, Bing Crosby, and David Bowie was, like, one of the best songs for, you know, kind of a strange uh, compilation (laughs) get-together. You had that, too, with uh, Cyndi Lauper and Frank Sinatra. I think it was Santa Claus is coming to town or whatever. Strange. Yeah. But uh, Michael Jackson Which and Mick Jagger like, did State of Shock. State of Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my Cindy Lauper. Oh, yes. my gosh. That's hilarious. That's pretty good. I like that. There's no words. <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of grunts yeah. to the sound of a synthesizer. You know? <laughs> That's right. Um, how about this? The most I ever, like the first time I learned anything about the Jacksons, like so many other kids who were being raised in the 90s uh-huh. is through the VH1 movie where wasn't oh, it Angela Bassett yes. playing yes. his mom? Yes. Um, you know, and, and you saw it that way. Uh, so many things I learned about on those VH1 movies. They those are good, but back they're, they're the kind of hard to music, watch sometimes, like you know? The Temptations. Yeah. A great movie, but it's it's sad. Well, I, yeah. Ike and Tina. I yes. mean, there are a lot of people who were fans of them, and then it's sorry, no Ike. Once the story came yes. out, sorry, it's just about her now. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome in. Good yes, to see you. There I am. Here you are. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk about sports a little bit. I, so many of these leagues are trying to like chart a path forward. Mm. I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I am tired of the Major League Baseball yeah. fight in the media um, between the players, you know, union and the owners and the league. I mean, I'm just tired of talking about it. You guys go off, decide what you're going to do. Yeah. Then I want you guys to emerge from right. the same door, come out to some microphones. Let me know say, if you plan. This is what it's going to yes. be. But you can't buy into if you're a fan. I had a call yesterday because, uh-huh. uh, you know, two days ago you had uh, the the report came out that they were close to deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they're going to play. They're going to play. I told people yesterday, I said, don't be so sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What makes you think you're not going to play? I said, I never said they weren't going to play. Yeah. I said, don't be so sure that they are going to play because nobody knows. Uh-huh. And, of course, Major League Baseball comes back yesterday and says, you know, we want more games involved. And, you know, I'm like you. It's yeah. like I, I've really stopped following. It, okay, let me know, you know, if you're going to play. Give me a start date. None of this maybe, maybe, maybe. I want to know a definite start date. And, you know, I'll watch. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, because it's getting to the point with baseball now. It is. Uh, it is June nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but by, by the time I mean, let's say they come to the agreement today, mm-hmm. it's going to take you know at least a week to get players back. And people say, "Well, what do you mean get players back? Well, you got players coming from Venezuela. You got mm-hmm. people coming from Japan, which was the, another yeah. issue. How yes. do you get them back? Exactly. If you had travel. You know, issues. I'd say at least a week, and then you need a month spring training. So. I would think, and I guess you could expedite the process a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at at August as an as and 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 you know, even if you're a baseball fan like me, I mean, it's like August and you play 50 games, it's just not. Well, you know, here's what I think they should do. Okay, Rob wants to be the commissioner of every league. Okay, um, I want I want to uh-huh. control them all. 
And I want to, because what are you talking about? Um, how many games roughly in a football season if you exclude preseason and, and any, any 16 regular games? season games? Okay. okay. Everyone gets 16 games. Baseball, you get 16 games. Yes. No, no triple headers. No, you know, not, none of this. <laughs> 16 games. You get 16 everybody games. Everybody gets 16 flat, games. And then you go to the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then everybody gets 16 games. Ba- basketball, you can come back too. 16 games. I mean, because y'all played 900 games. It was like, people would always say, when I lived in Dallas, they'd love to go to a game. And I'd be like, "Yes, well, yeah, we can go to a Rangers game. It's about 15 bucks to go. And they're like, why is it so cheap? Because they play so many games constantly, yes. you know? Does that work with parenting? I mean, it's like a, you got you got three kids. One of them, you got 16 games. And yep. then after those 16 games, you give it up to your brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. 16 huh. more games. Yes. Anyway, well, I guess we're looking at it. What about the crowds? Uh, yesterday, Dr. Fauci made some ruffled some feathers talking about how close people are in, in football stadiums and yeah. everything else. But I just think the Steve Pelican stock just goes up. Yes. If you can't go to a game in person, they got to hear it from uh, you. Well, that's true. You know, and look, it, I get it. People want to go to games. People want to see games. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, Dr. Fauci is much more qualified to talk about this than me, but For he sure. doesn't know either. I, by I the mean, way, nobody I was, knows. I wasn't. I wasn't giving you any of those degrees he had. That's right. I wasn't giving you an honorary right. doctor uh-huh. to anywhere. Uh, you know, I mean, but nobody knows. I mean, they, yeah. they really don't. Um, you know, this could wind up being a whole lot uh, less than what we thought it would be. Yep. On the other hand, it could turn out to be even worse and than what we thought it would be. If you look at the recent numbers, maybe we're on a little bit of an upswing, which is concerning yeah. at the least. So anyway, uh, so, okay, so with all this, everything else going on, what are you talking about on your show? Well... <laughs> are you singing songs? We are, we, we are doing TV. I, I've got a lot of old school guests. You know, you uh-huh. know, really do talk about you know sports from yesteryear, like you know when there was sports when they really used I to know. play yes. this thing called sports. <laughs> uh, that's always fun to t- to talk about. But of course, you know that's that that you know people want the real thing. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's June. We haven't seen. A, a live team sporting event for the, over three months now. Uh-huh. And it's going to be at least four months because baseball is not coming back until late Ever. July mm-hmm. at the earliest. Same thing with the NBA. I mean, I understand NASCAR is going on. You got some golf happening. You got UFC. But in terms of, you know, team sports, I mean, this hadn't been going, you know, nothing's been since happening since, uh, since mid-March. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I, I have something for you to talk about on today's show. Okay. But what I need you to do is to follow me. I'm walking across the hall to the KTDY studio. All right. I'm going to body slam CJ for coming in the studio when I'm on the uh-huh. air and interrupting me. Call. We're going to call it sports. Gonna, yeah. I'm going to say it's WWE. Uh-huh. You're going to talk about gonna it. going to put him in the RKO, the Randy yes. Orton RKO. And then when I get called to HR, awesome. I'm going to say this was all for uh-huh. CBP's show. It's it's an exhibition. I like it. Man. And Steve like and CJ think. will be all bruised up and everything. You need to do some a little professional wrestling. Like, like tell them that you're going to give them an award or something. Yes. And then you, know, you, and you make a big deal out of it yes. for two weeks. Then Fire when it comes in, you could put it on you know, on the website, too, on video on the website. You could hand him an award, say you get ready to do a plaque and say, say a few words. And as soon as he starts to yeah. talk... You hit him on the back on the back we have with that an old uh, folding chair. Yeah, we, one of those things. Eat. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guarantee you would get a lot of hits. Can I be yeah. a part of that? Can we do like a tag team thing, oh, yeah, and then I can team. smack your hand, yes. and then I get to go in the ring, Rob? It, it could be good. Bernie just wants to wear good. the bikini, holding up the sign. Um, no, never in my life have that. <laughs> Round three. Mm-hmm. Round mm-hmm. three. That's right. No, but uh, yeah, uh, I could wear some sort of other suit, but never a bikini. Well, I was, I'm offering mm-hmm. it to you. It's Friday, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a possibility. Anyway, hey, uh, Stevie P, thanks for coming in. But You're a pleasure. beautiful um, man. Yes, every I time am. you come in, it just makes me feel. Even if we don't talk about sports. Even if you're trying to tell me, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> not the secret, secret of whammy, press your luck. You know, that's coming back. Oh, is that right? It's coming that back show to is coming back? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, who is it? Um, is it Elizabeth Banks? She is plays She's in all those movies. Kind Big of Ducks a, and the Whammies. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's going to be the host. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Peter Tamarkin was the original. Yeah. I was actually watching the day that it all went down when the guy was on the show who had memorized the computer yes. setup. And it. I was a kid. It went into the prices right because it was live television, yeah. the whole bit. And I'm like, this is so yeah. weird. And what it, is going on? It, you knew, even as a kid, you knew, oh man, this is. But if you do that, if that you could do that, wrong. go ahead, cheat. I, I, but, uh, <laughs> if you could do that, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I mean, so hilarious. I mean, you if you could cheat. do Yeah, Peter Tamarkin died at a, uh, a plane crash, too. Uh, Did he really? Like five years after that. Uh, no after it went kidding. Off the air. Yeah. 
I had no idea. Well, See, is there anything you don't know about uh, television? And then, you know what used to follow uh, Precious Luck was Card Sharks, who had numerous different hosts, including Bob Eubanks. Everybody knows Bob Eubanks as the host of the Newlywed Game. Game. Yes. I think he was better, actually, as the, the host of Card Sharks. He was I very wasn't funny. the whole yeah. Card Sharks premise, like, is it higher or lower? Higher or lower, yeah. And then you, you, know, and and then then you had to figure out the next card and they had those yes. big decks of cards or whatever. Yeah. How do you think they shuffled that? I always wondered that as a kid. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, good. That, that's a good question. I, I mean, mean, was it you know, red? The, the, hostess, the hostess used to cut them. Staff. The, remember yeah, the little remember hostess? she would, yeah, yeah cut yeah, the deck or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that was supposed to be like like the, one of the first Vanna Whites. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know about that, though, man. Uh, no, nobody's yeah. ever, has anyone ever matched the status of a Vanna? I mean, well, how I'm long has to, she been on that show? Say, 30 Vanna, years? Vanna is more plastic now. She has to be. She looks exactly the same since she has in the 80s. You I know, know, but can the you fault her? The real superstar is her surgeon. Whoever that guy needs a trip to Hawaii and five thousand dollars. The Rush Morning Update is brought to you by Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Book your next traveling party at luxurylimooflafayette.net. You know, it's not just Seattle, Berkeley, New York, and other blue American cities. This insanity that we see around us has spread to cities around the world. In Liverpool, England. Protesters vandalized street signs for Penny Lane. The vandals blacked out the famous street name and spray-painted Racist Lane, all because of unproven speculation that the street was named for James Penny, an 18th-century slave merchant. Steve Rutherham, mayor of Liverpool, says that there isn't one shred of evidence that the street was named for the slave trader. That doesn't matter. The mob has ruled. So I guess that we can expect that next... These history-erasing race warriors will come after the Beatles for daring to write an iconic song about their childhood memories of life in Liverpool. It was called Penny Lane. Paul George, uh, John Ringo, anybody who collaborated with them probably will be denounced for writing a song about a street that maybe, possibly, might have been named for somebody in a slave trade 300 years ago. You know, these these crazed leftists don't give a rat's rear end about evidence or history or anything else. The UK protest mobs are also demanding that statues of Winston Churchill and even Mahatma Gandhi come down. Nothing and nobody is immune from the blind rage of the mob. These leftists, they're beyond nuts. They're truly flirting with insanity. Do not let them suck you into it, folks. T-Mobile, 37 bucks a month. Verizon Wireless, $83 a month. Sprint, $92 a month. That's what the average family of four is saving a month on their cell phone service by switching to Pure Talk USA. You look at a cut costs, free up cash on a monthly basis. We'll start today with Pure Talk USA. Pure Talk covers 99% of America. Their call center is all based right here in America, and the CEO is a U.S. veteran. All plans include unlimited talk and text. Start at just $20. Just choose the amount of data you need. Switch to Pure Talk today. Save 50% off your first month. Here's what you do. You dial pound 250 and then say the keyword Pure Talk. That's pound 250. Keyword Pure Talk. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text from Pure Talk. News Talk 96.5 KDO. Depend on it. Prohibited. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. BMW is getting ready to lay off 10,000 contract workers. Reuters says the German automaker is cutting production because demand for its cars has slumped. Also, BMW and Mercedes-Benz have put their work on developing self-driving technology on hold. Payment company Wirecard is holding talks with lenders about continuing its lines of credit after it admitted it has about $2 billion missing. Two banks in the Philippines that were supposed to be holding the money say they don't have the cash and never did. Wirecard CEO Marcus Braun resigned today after saying it could be a case of fraud of considerable proportions. Theater giant AMC Entertainment says it worked with Harvard and Clorox to develop a plan to reopen cinemas in mid-July in time for the launch of Disney's Mulan. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. You're more focused than ever on keeping your employees and customers safe. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. 
Our Cintas technicians can apply our disinfectant and sanitizer spray throughout your facility. Our ultra-clean service for restrooms uses a sanitizer effective against certain germs, bacteria, and viruses. And we'll help you stay well-stocked with hand sanitizer, face masks, and essential PPE. Visit Cintas.com and get ready. Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to Acadiana's Morning News Podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpel965.com. Get the free KPL News app in the App Store and Google Play. News Talk 96.5 KPEL. Brobridge, Lafayette. appear in court after all. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, the now ex-cop in Atlanta charged with murder and the shooting of Rayshard Brooks, who resisted arrest. Fox's Evan Brown is on the case live. Yeah, Dave fired Atlanta police officer Garrett Rolf, who is charged with murdering Rayshard Brooks, is waiving his right to a first appearance in court. He was scheduled to appear before an Atlanta judge this afternoon. Rolf is facing 11 different charges and a potential death penalty case for shooting Brooks after he resisted arrest, stole a police taser, and ran off, pointing that taser at Rolf. The arrest of Rolf and a second officer is prompting Atlanta cops to call out sick, though the city's acting police chief insists they aren't short-staffed, Dave. Evan, President Trump has a new spin on the DACA ruling. He just tweeted, Democrats gain nothing. The Supreme Court punted, just asking him to resubmit his plan, which he wrote they will do shortly. He also tweeted, Fox is terrible, calling the new poll that has Joe Biden leading by 12 points phony. Tomorrow, he'll hold a big rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Trump campaign manager Brad Parscale tells Fox. One of the big things is it's going to have an outer perimeter fence. Um, that's going to allow a much larger amount of people to come. People on the Internet's like, the arena is only 20,000. Well, that's not the entire thing. This is more of a festival-like Senator Amy Klobuchar, who dropped out of the Democratic presidential race, now tells Joe Biden not to consider her for VP, telling MSNBC he should pick a woman of color as his running mate. If you want to heal this nation right now, my party, yes, but our nation, uh, this is sure a hell of a way to do it. There's a court hearing today on the Justice Department's attempt to block ex-National Security Advisor John Bolton's book, claiming it's full of classified information. Actor Ian Holm has died. I can't lie to you about your chances. But you know, my sympathy. That's from Alien, but he's best known as Bilbo Baggins in the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies. Home was 88. Ask your Amazon smart speaker to play the news from Fox. America's listening to Fox News. This is a last chance alert. It's happening. Publishers Clearinghouse is ready to award $5,000 a week for life in just days. Enter now at pch.com and you could win $5,000 a week, week after week, for life. Don't miss this last chance to win $5,000 a week for life on June 30th. Enter at pch.com before it's too late. That's pch.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at pch.com. Entries due 625. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. When you're stressed, you just don't feel like yourself. New Natrol Relaxia, a full line of drug-free supplements to help you manage occasional stress and anxiety. A special blend of herbals keeps you feeling calm and balanced throughout the day. Because when there's less stress, there's more you. Try new Natrol Relaxia. Learn more at relaxiamood.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Happy Friday, everyone. Another relatively nice day out there across Acadiana. Mainly sunny skies with some afternoon clouds, but otherwise highs topping out in the lower 90s. Only about a 10% chance for an isolated shower or two. Heading in tonight into your Saturday, lows dropping into the lower 70s under mainly clear conditions. And then for the afternoon on Saturday, another nice one out there. Partly cloudy, highs topping out in the lower 90s. And again, only about a 10% chance for a very isolated shower or two. Rain chances increasing a little bit as we head into your Father's Day, sitting at about 30%. Uh, but then rain chances really start to increase as we head into next work week as an upper-level trough moves in from the west and coupled with daytime heating will help to give us a little bit better scattering of those showers and storms in our afternoons. From the Storm Team 3 Weather Lab, I'm meteorologist Bradley Benoit on News Talk 96.5 Listen to your favorite KPL shows on demand now. Subscribe to the Offsides podcast and listen to every hour of the show anytime, anywhere. Find more at kpal965.com.